Hey guys, and welcome back to Unquestionable with Calvin Smith, where I want to know as many true things and as few false things as possible. I appreciate you guys tuning into the episode for today on whether the Earth is a flat plane or a globe, according to David Weiss, otherwise known as Flat Earth Dave. Uh, make sure to stick around after the interview where I fact check some of Dave's points that he makes in the interview. He makes quite a few points, so I don't investigate all of them, just a few key parts that I felt the need to clarify. And make sure to tune in on July 1st, 2022 on the Truth Wanted YouTube channel at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I will be taking live calls on what you believe and why you believe it with my co-host, Objectively Dan. All things Truth Wanted related will be linked in the description of the podcast. With that, let's get into the interview for today. Is the Earth Flat? With David Weiss. All right, welcome everybody. It's Unquestionable with Calvin Smith. Have a super special guest today. I have Mr. David Weiss, or otherwise known as Flat Earth Dave. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some good arguments for Flat Earth, or supposed good arguments on David's end. So, welcome, David, to the show. It's really awesome to have you. Thanks so, thanks so much. And um, I'm, I'm probably a little sensitive. But everyone introduces me as their super special guest <laughs> or, or, or very special. I mean, do you introduce all your guests like that or am I a super special guest? You know, <laughs> if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, yes, I because yeah. all of my guests are super special. All right, that makes if, me if feel better. To that, talk to me, if you're that, willing to talk to me, you're super special to me. So. That makes me feel special because I'm kind of getting like the short bus feeling when, they, when they mention <laughs> our special guests. So that's fair. Yeah, but um, yeah, David, I've been hearing about you for... A number of years and i did watch your uh your recent debate with uh professor dave too oh, lovely um, lovely that's yeah, a great I did place watch, to start i didn't watch it from beginning to end but i watched the waste of time. a good 90 percent of it i watched um but yeah so i guess introduce yourself a little bit for those of you who may be unaware of who david weiss is what's your pitch to them my pitch keep it as short as i can i uh grew up in you know, the East Coast, I'm still here. I went to college, went to corporate America, left corporate America, started my own business, uh, became, you know, more successful than I ever thought I could be. And on the side, I was doing a podcast about conspiracies, which you said you moved away, excuse me, away from. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Flat Earth kind of came into the mix and uh, I foo-fooed it like everybody else you know, come on, it's obvious, you know, there's so many proofs, science, physics. And, uh, and then I was forced to look and I looked and I looked hard. And, um, you know, I don't know, six, seven years later, here I am talking to you, I left my own company. Um, I do this full time, because this is, um, in my opinion, the most important topic of our time with all the chaos going in the world, you and I could agree, there's a little chaos going on. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. And the, and the underlying hand, the underlying reason they get away with it is because people are lost in space, spinning out of control. They don't know where they are. And, um, you know, before we started uh, the show, you mentioned that you um, moved more towards atheism. Is that correct? Yes, I'm currently atheist. Um, when I started with like my uh, when I was really in my tinfoil hat days, you know, and I would write blogs about alien species and, you know, all these, you know, really crazy things. 
I, uh, yeah, I started investigating that a little bit more. I picked up a Bible and uh, read the Bible. And by the end of it, I consider myself an atheist. I didn't believe in that God. And, um, you know, I just read the Quran recently and reading the Book of Mormon. And so far, not convinced by any of these gods. And so I applied that same skepticism, that critical thinking that I was using towards those conspiracy theory beliefs. And I dropped a very large chunk of them. And I'm still dropping a yeah. lot of them today. So, so, you know, when you're looking at all of these books, supposedly from the creator, they've been manipulated by men, men lie, nature doesn't lie, you know, so there, there is all sorts of translations and interpretations. And mm -hmm. I never use the Bible as an, as proof, but okay. the Bible and the Quran and all of, all of these holy books do have some really good information in them. But then there's like, you know, just like you said, I'm not, you read the Bible and then it led you away from Christianity. Correct. If you interpret the Bible the way most rational people do, sure, I could see that. Absolutely. So, you know, I was a full-on atheist before I found the truth that our world is not a globe. What is okay. it? You know, it's a, it's a plane, you know, an inertial plane in between the toroidal field. Who knows? Um, I'm not claiming that I do know, but I know that it's not a spinning ball and that's scientifically provable. Then once you realize that, um, you realize that it's intelligently designed and that therefore there's a creator. And that's where I draw the line. There's a creator. You figure out the rest. That's your own personal journey. If you want to be a Christian, a Muslim, a Buddha, or just your own uh, spiritual self, that's your own choice. That's your own journey. And I think that's the way this place is supposed to be. You know, anybody okay. that tells you, um, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. You know, cool story, bro. You know, <laughs> cool story, go. Cool, cool story, bro. You know, keep it, keep it going. Um, yeah. So, so, so you're not yeah. religious yourself right now? Absolutely not religious. I think religion was uh, a means of divide, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. You know, um, if you have you looked into mud floods at all or anything, the, the Tataria uh, research? It sounds familiar. I'm sure I took a glance at it at some point. But so uh, this is stuff that's not deniable. I mean, there was an advanced civilization here 100, 150 years ago. Um, and, you know, all of our story of our history is a lie, you know, there, and there, it's not a theory, there's proof. The theory is when did it happen? Why did it happen? Where did the, where did the people go? You know, what happened to them? That's all trying to figure out, but there's no question there was an advanced society living worldwide. And then some sort of reset happened in sometime in the 1800s, perhaps. And, um, when we came out of it, there was a lot of infrastructure left over and then it kind of got filled in and the people that took over the people that took the castles, uh, they, they are hiding the truth from us. They're the ones that became the governments, the royalties, and uh, they literally hijacked our world. So our history is so ridiculous. Anyone that's a history major, if you went to college, you're a history major, you wasted all your money. Okay. Okay. You, okay. you wasted, you wasted it all. Um, so once you understand that that's a lie, and then they, they divided the countries to divide us. Right. Then they divided the countries by states and then by religions and by sexes and by genders and by sports teams and, you know, masked, unmasked. I mean, divide, divide, divide. The more they divide us, the more they make us afraid of each other, the more they make us isolated, the less powerful we become. You're you're um, a believer or, or you understand that when people come together, they're more powerful. Like if you went out and did some activism on whatever on the street mm -hmm. by yourself, you've, you've got a certain amount of influence. Yeah. But you go out with another person it's not you don't have twice the influence you have 10 times the influence you That's go out true. with 10 people and it's way bigger right yeah. so they know that our 
collective thoughts create our collective reality. Our individual thoughts create our individual reality. And they don't want us to know that. They don't want us to feel that. They don't want us to understand that we're not on a spinning ball, corkscrewing through an infinite godless or distant god or no god universe. They don't want us to know that we're at the center of creation. And that means one thing, there is a creator. Okay. okay. Don't ask me who that creator is because I, even if I knew, I'm not going to tell you. Gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Right. That's, now that you're the creator, I'm the creator. We're all the creator. Okay. Now you, you said um, they a couple times when you mm. were, you know, going mm. on your spiel there. So who is they, like, who is, I guess, doing all of this and control of all of this? Yeah. So, so the question is, um, who are they on the first level? You have the, the they that we can see, you know, the, the United Nations, the Bilderberg Group, Council of Foreign Relations, the whole lot. These are the ones that we know of. These are the secret societies that are within them and beyond them. Right. But I don't believe I believe these are all puppets for the real controllers of this world. And that's on a physical level. I think that the real controllers of our world live beyond Antarctica. OK. And if you don't know what that means and maybe some of your listeners don't, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Sure. And then and then there's also a spiritual um, aspect. I believe that we're here uh, inhabiting these meat suits that our soul, whatever you want to call it, um, is in this vibrational plane and we can only exist here physically. And then there's probably some other lower vibrating souls that don't have that that aren't uh, vibrating at the, the proper level to even have a body. So those are the ones that try to find weaknesses in us and get into us and influence us. And I think that's uh, the reason that we see so much insanity, literally, that's just been happening in the last month or two. People have gone literally insane. And it's because people are stressed and weakened to a point on all different levels, spiritually, chemically, if you know what I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, financially, and everyone is getting to that point where different influences are affecting them, whether it's in their imagination, whether it's spiritual, um, or whether they're people are just freaking out. But that's who the they are. It's all of these other influences within us. And and then these are the they that we can see. Okay, okay. Long answer. Sorry, I gotcha. No. So so basically, all of these, these groups that you have here and maybe some other groups that you don't have listed here are essentially working together to keep this um <clears throat> to keep a secret that, well, that's that not a that's flag? not a, that kind of well no 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 it's not it's not well that is their biggest secret because once you understand like we have a, a, a thriving flat earth community it's growing so big um and all of us are aware we we laugh at 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 what's going on in the world because that they don't want us doing that. Once you see that the world, uh, that we're at the center of creation, then you understand that there's nothing to be afraid of. We're not running out of land. That's ridiculous. You know, the overpopulation thing, every family in America could live in a half an acre in Texas and every family in the world could have a half an acre in Australia and Australia would still be empty, okay? So we're not running out of food. We're not running out of water. We're not running out of fuel, except, you know, because fuel is another, another complete and total hoax. We're running out of intelligence right now. We're, we're, we're literally diving into the middle of the movie Idiocracy. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they they know that if we wake up, like let's say the whole world listens to this podcast tonight or whenever it comes out, right. okay? Um, and they go, hey, Dave's making a lot of sense. Well, the governments are done. They're finished. They've lost all their power. The only power people have is in your imagination. So you create, as I said earlier, you create your reality. And if you think that governments have control over you, then they absolutely do. You just have to not play the game. There's one law. Don't hurt anybody else. That's it. The rest are governmental policies and nonsense. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I guess, are you under the assumption that, um, that like all the different countries around the world, like, you know, the America <laughs> and Russia and China and all these different countries all around all the world in it together, all, they're, they're all, all, in, they're working all together. Yeah, well, think about it. Well, and there, there are some rogue company countries like, you know, maybe the president of Mexico is yeah, a game right, player, right. you know, and maybe there's a, you know, look at the ones that all have the, the um, Rothschild uh, central banks. Those are all under control. I mean, think about this. Do you know about the Antarctic Treaty? Yeah, I'm familiar with it, uh, with the details of it. Yeah. Yeah. So the Antarctic Treaty in 1959 uh, came into effect where all of a sudden, um, where are they going? Um, they said, you know, in the 1940s and 50s, we started uh, exploring Antarctica and Admiral Byrd flew out over Antarctica and said, hey, there's lands beyond the poles. Well, what's beyond the pole if the pole is at the bottom of a ball? Uh, lands bigger than the United States filled with, with resources that can fuel the world for a long time. No human is there to displace. There's no wildlife. It's just empty land. And then a dozen countries signed, and now almost every country in the world has signed the Antarctic Treaty that went into effect. Um, signed, it, it was came in 1959. I think it went into effect a year or two later, and it's still into effect today. And it can't even be petitioned or questioned. I mean, infinite resources, and all of the countries in the world sign on and still agree to this day. The only other thing ever that all of the countries have ever agreed upon is getting this in your arm for the boogeyman. Okay, that, that happened in 2020, right? Everything else, everyone fights, 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 fights for this, fights for land, fights for resources, but there's unlimited resources in Antarctica that, no, that, that nobody is claiming and nobody can go there. What's going on? Do you think that they're all working together, perhaps? So unlimited resources, what do you, so do you think that there's some sort of precious material in Antarctica well, that- at Admiral Byrd in his- um, in his, in his, he did it. He went on the on the news, and uh, he basically said that there's more. There's land bigger than America, um, b- filled with resources. Um, what am I looking for? Here we go. Um, filled with resources, coal, uranium, get natural gas. Um, I forget the whole list. And uh, and then he made had that one news conference, and then that's it. And then six months later, he died in the sleep of a heart attack relatively young man, healthy young man. Weird, huh? Right? And isn't it interesting during his interview, he's got this kind of flat map behind him that has a clock on it. The sky is a clock. They're always showing us what's going on, right? We'll get, in, we'll get into that. So, so we got the okay. Antarctic Treaty at the whole world still holding in place. How come ExxonMobil hasn't taken out front you know, ads on uh, every newspaper, New York Times, and goes, don't you want cheaper gas? Let us break the Antarctic Treaty and go to Antarctica. But no, not one. Not one of them has ever tried to break the Antarctic Treaty. No treaty. 
and no matter how big or small or insignificant or important has ever lasted this long. Okay. And, for and some do, we, reason, do yeah. we have evidence that this stuff is there outside of Admiral Bird? Like, is there like <clears throat> demonstrable, like empirical evidence that this stuff is there in Antarctica for us to get? Yeah, great, great, great question. And the answer is no, because we're not allowed to go there, okay. right? We're not allowed to go there. So this is, they tell us Antarctica is a, a continent at the bottom of a ball, okay? But this is how our world is set up. It's like a giant lake. Think of all the oceans in the world as a circular lake. Okay. The shoreline of our lake is Antarctica. Did you know that Antarctica is the highest land on earth? Is it? I wasn't yeah, aware. The, 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 the base level is higher than all the lands on the world. Hmm. Well, think about this. You have a pond in your neighborhood. You have a pond near you, yeah. a pond, sure. a lake. What holds the water in? The the, the walls around, you know, the, the land the that's higher yeah, than the, the water, yeah. the land that's higher than the water, large bodies of water at rest lay flat. They need a container. They need lateral pressure. Okay. Right. Makes sense. Right. right. If you had a, a flimsy out of ground pool without enough lateral pressure, it's, it's going to burst. Right. But this is what Antarctica is. Antarctica is the shoreline around our world. Okay. And this is all the continents are surrounded by water, but all of the water is surrounded by Antarctica. See this pink line, nobody, this is 60 degrees south. It's a thousand or more miles from Antarctica. So you can't even see Antarctica. Nobody is allowed to go beyond that line with extra fuel. Um, you know, you can go on a vacation to this little peninsula right here, which is bigger than some countries. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a hundred different companies that you can book it with. But if you do the research on those companies, they're all owned by the same guy. Why gotcha. does a guy, one guy, have a hundred companies that allow you to go there? And then when you're there, you're barely allowed off the ship. Then maybe they'll take you over here and they'll show you the ceremonial South Pole, but they won't take you out. Nobody's ever gone south from Santiago okay. and popped up over here in Australia. No one's so, ever done it. Okay. Um, so this is so this is a pretty similar, this is pretty much a model that you um that you kind of follow and use to demonstrate you know is this your model of flat earth that you believe that you're showing i'm showing you that this is the way that i see the world right okay. we're not a continent at the bottom of an ocean okay where you know and when people say the ice wall well this is the ice wall when you get to antarctica there's the shoreline it's a cliff right and it, it's it's um it's up there okay and when people think of the ice wall when people think of um People, where, where did it go? Sorry about that. Um, people, uh, people think, you know, when we go to the edge of flat earth, you'll fall off. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Here is the shoreline of Antarctica. It goes on and on and on. We don't know how far it is, right? No one's allowed to go there. No one's allowed to independently explore there. And then the people, there's a couple of reports, but they're always like a royal guy or whatever, supposedly went across. And none of the, when you look at their details, they could lie better. Um, we look at it and it's like, no, they didn't go across. He went over here, then he went over here and he came back. That works perfectly on a flat earth, right? Let me show you um, circumnavigation. So, so what's, um, what do you think about people who supposedly work in Antarctica? And tons like, of people like work TikTok, in Antarctica. There's like, TikTok accounts that I actually follow the people like working in Antarctica. Absolutely. There's, yeah. there's thousands of people that work in Antarctica. All right. But they work 
here, like, so the, the base, this is a bad map to show you, but right here, there's a base right here along the shoreline. They lurk here. This is huge. Look at the size of America. And then, you know, just think of just a tiny little sliver over here. There's a town over here. I think there's a base over here. There might even be another base over here. Okay. But what's beyond Antarctica? What's there? They're there. And everyone, you know, if the earth was a ball, we should have a 24 hour circling sun like we do in the north. Right. And I'll show you, I'll, I'll demonstrate that for you in a minute. Um, but we don't. And there's only four fake videos. I and mean, I'm not saying they're fake. Look at them. They're fake. They're obviously fake. OK, mm -hmm. but here here is um, a guy that was going to get the world's record for the first person that has ever circumnavigated um, circumnavigated Antarctica. I mean, no, I'm not sorry. Circumnavigated east and west. Right. So, I mean, north and south. Billions of people have gone east and west. Zero people have gone south, okay? So zero people have gone south. So this guy was going to, um, what is going on? I am uh, jumping all over the place here. Sorry I mean, I would, I would think just off of that, the reason why people has, have never gone north and south, my reason would be that it's extremely dangerous. You know, it's, you're going through the north and south pole. Well, and, uh, we can, we can, we can talk about that. Well, and uh, that's the good questions. And, and thanks for thanks for having an inquisitive mind. Don't believe anything I'm telling you. Just suck it, take it in. And then, you know, hopefully <laughs> you'll um, you'll you'll take the time. Here's the thing. Um, my 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 uh, friend, Jaron, from the Jaronism channel, he always makes a quote that says, if you want to be rich, invent something that'll make people lazier. OK, because people love lazier. Like, oh, sure. You know. Like, how about DoorDash that'll deliver fast food to you, right? <laughs> That's what could be more lazy? People do it, right? That's true. And it, it's worth billions now, I think, or whatever. So this guy's going to make um, the world record for, for polar circumnavigation. And so we're like, all right. And they had this whole tracking thing. And he went from the north and went over here to Alaska, the West Coast, over to these islands, over here, over here, Santiago. Then he went to the South Pole, supposedly. And then he said, oh, the weather's too bad to continue. So we're going to turn around and we're going to come back up through Brazil and up and around. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't get it. Guinness Book gave him the world record for southern circumnavigation. Mm. Really? OK, mm. this is on a flat earth map. All he did was went up here, over here, went over here, went up here. This is all he did. OK, and he got southern circumnavigation. No, southern circumnavigation is go down here. And the next place I see you is in Australia. Now, that was going to be my next question about this model here is how do you determine directions? Because wouldn't you think that one person facing east on that model and the other person facing west, I mean, aren't they technically still facing both south because it's facing the ice? Like, which direction is south? This is, you know what? I have to tell you when, we, you know, I was like, okay, this guy thinks the earth is a spinning ball. He's going to be a moron. You're not a moron. You're a smart guy. I appreciate Calvin. it. That's I like good. this. I like this. I really, I, I really am liking this. I like this. It's just, you're, you're going to, there's going to be so much information. And then, oh, and so getting back to the lazy thing, right? Where do I live? Where in the United States do I live? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Where do the United well, States? I, <laughs> I, I told you I live where I grew up on the where in the United States. Oh, shoot. Thinking back, I said the East Coast. East Coast. That's what it was. Yeah. I was OK. Yeah. I live in Connecticut. Right. 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 So right. if I asked you, where do I live? Where would you say? 
the northern hemisphere connecticut 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 yeah so is that a belief or do you know it uh technically it's a belief technically it's based a belief, on something yeah. technically it's, it's a, a belief it's a on belief something based, i said yeah and we're looking at each That's other like if you told me you lived you in, yeah. if you told me you lived in ohio i I believe it. Why would he lie about that? Okay. But here's the thing. There's so much stuff we're told and we never verify it. Like a guy in a bow tie who lies tells us that, you know, the earth is a ball. And everybody believes it. So, um, so directions, this is a very good question. So at the center of the flat earth, we have our North pole. I have a magnet here and this is a compass. And if you could look carefully, the arrow, the, the needles pointing to the center. So mm. I'm trying to push this compass west, which is 90 degrees. Right. But look, I have to keep turning to maintain west. West is a circle equidistant around the magnetic center. Look, I'm going east now. I'm going east. Look at the look at the, the needle. The needle's constantly pointing to the center. East is a circle. This is the mm -hmm. same on a flat earth and on globe earth. Now, if I try to dead wreck in west, so I got that that pointer pointing west. And as soon as I start moving, if I don't turn to the right, I'm now heading south. South is every direction away from the center. Every direction away from the center is south. Every straight line becomes south. Now, if I try to go south, right, on a flat earth, on a globe earth, you should be able to just come up the other side, like on a globe. But if I go south, I just go away and I never come back. I don't magically pop up over here. No one's ever done it. Now, if I go north, I'm going north, 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 north. And then as soon as I pass the North Pole, look, the compass just did a 180. I'm still heading in a straight line. I'm now heading south. Every straight line is south. Every straight right. line will bring you to Antarctica. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm saying is that, you know, to, they can be facing two different I guess we can kind of go this way is that how can you look into the sky and in some locations both see the same constellation while looking in two different directions? So, so there first, uh, you're, you're talking about looking at the same constellations or seeing different stars, mm -hmm. how, which one you want, which one you want to hit first? Uh, you pick wherever you want to start. So one of the one of the questions you probably have is how come we only see the North Star in the north sure, and not yeah. in the south? Okay. Yeah. So you and I are in a room, 10 foot high ceilings, mm -hmm. and it's got um in recessed lights, we'll call those stars, and they're all in different patterns. Okay. And now we spread the room out to 10, 10 miles wide. Okay. Now it's a 10 mile wide room. And I send you five, six miles away from me. I can't even see you because due to perspective, the floor and the ceiling have come together. And I can't see you. So I call you on your cell phone. You're like, all right, I'm five miles away. And I say, look up, describe the lights that you see. And you're looking up, you're telling me about all those lights. I was like, I can't see any of those lights. And you can't see the ones that are around me. Okay. So let me show you how that works. <clears throat> um, so things, stars disappear in the distance when you're, they're too far away from you. So this is my app, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And if I turn on the stars, so the stars circle around. This is the northern center. The sun goes around once every 24 hours. Let me turn off the stars for a second. The moon goes around just a little bit slower than the sun. The sun will lap the moon. If I speed it up, the sun will lap the moon every 28 days. 
Okay. Right. So it'll start catching up. The moon is waning now. And after 28 times around, it'll go right back to where it was. It's uh, almost at a full moon right now. Um, so the moon keeps track of the weeks and the moons. The sky is a clock like Admiral Byrd had behind him. The sun keeps track of the hours and the days. Wherever the sun is, it's noon, right? We're heading towards a new moon here. Okay. And then if I turn on, I'm going to slow it down, turn on the stars. The stars are spinning slightly faster than the sun. And they take 365 laps to out to outrun the sun, to outrun the sun. So right now the sun is in whatever this constellation here, and then it's moving into cancer because cancer is catching up and then it'll be in cancer for a month, right? And it'll slowly fade backwards. Now, some people will look up and go, well, it's going backwards. It's like when you're sitting in a car and another car starts moving, you feel like you're going backwards, right? right? It's very confusing when you look up at the sky, which thing is moving, which direction, you know, science wants us to believe that we're orbiting the sun, but the moon's orbiting us in the opposite direction. Everything rises in the east, sets in the west, right? So if I look over here, I'm in Connecticut, if you believe that, and the sun is coming around, rising in the east, setting in the west. In Santiago, it rises in the east, sets in the west. In Australia, it rises in the east, sets in the west. East is, the west is, is clockwise, east is counterclockwise. No matter where you are in the world, all of the sun, moon, and stars rise in the east, set in the west, right? Okay. But the optics of the sky are no way to prove the shape of the earth. There's a video in, in the app here. If you hit the web button and you go to the debunking the debunkers, um, click that puppy right there. And right at the top, the third from the top below the two, you know, not Professor Dave videos is another one, another Professor Dave video where he says there's a problem because people in Santiago and um, uh, Johannesburg, Santiago and Australia can all see the Southern Cross at the same time. And there's only one day a year for one hour that that, is, that happens. And it's fully explained in here how it works on a flat earth. Okay. But the other thing is claiming that um, the motion of the stars, the motion of the stars, um, prove the shape of the earth first proved to me that the stars are even physical and that they're far away. You know, they tell us our sun is I don't know, 186 million thousand miles across or whatever it is, uh, some crazy number. But then they tell us like Betelgeuse is like 500 times bigger than that. And then there's yeah. another star that's a million times bigger than Betelgeuse, right? There's stars of all different sizes that we can't even comprehend. How come we don't see stars of all different sizes in the sky? What happens? Are they all just points and they all get down to a point and no matter how far or how big they are, they stay at that point, that point light size. They lie about, well, the stars aren't even there because the light's been traveling for billions of years. It, light doesn't work that way. Light spreads out and gets thinner and thinner and thinner, right? If I was blowing a bubble, it would get bigger and bigger and then it would eventually not have enough material. That material is the light. Light spreads out. It doesn't go in a little focal point. It spreads out and gets weaker and weaker. It's called the inverse square law of light. Every time you double the distance to a light, it's, it's one quarter of the brightness. Okay. How do we see stars in the sky? It's impossible unless they're small and close. So let me get your opinion on this. Astronomy, like people who study stars for four a years of college in astronomy. Okay. So what are your, I mean, like, are they just 
staring at a firmament or something? Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, they're staring at stuff. So here's the thing. You, unless you can touch it and measure it, you don't know how, how big something is. For example, um, here's four moons. How big are they? Right. Well, yeah. now that the hand touch it, you realize about the size of a baseball. Mm -hmm. Well, that one's a half moon. Is this one a, a sphere? Is this one a sphere before we grab it? Quick. Uh, looks looks, looks spherical. Sphere. It looks is like it one, spherical, yeah. but it's not. It's flat. Mm, okay. Is this a sphere? Uh, looks looks like it. Looks like I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to assume you're going to assume <laughs> it's that it's not. not. It's a cup. Okay. Yep. So so my point is, we don't know. Um, we don't know what it is. And when if you look, you know, they tell us the moon is a dusty, dirty ball. How does a dusty, dirty ball reflect light back from the moon so bright that it casts shadows on the ground that I could read by it at night in the middle of nowhere? Okay. Right. A dusty, dirty ball. Now you have to also remember that the light that's reflecting off of the moon has to obey the inverse square law of light. It has to get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer as it gets farther and farther away. And how is it that it's getting brighter and brighter? If we look at the moon and say, okay, it's one lumen on a full moon night. I think it's more than that, but we'll just say one. And then I travel halfway to the moon. The inverse square law walks, works the other way. Every time you half the distance, it's four times brighter. So half the distance is four lumens. Half again, it's 16 lumens. Half again, it's 64 lumens. Keep doing that until you're hundred miles from the moon. It would be 64 times brighter than we see the sun. Hmm. Just to get back to us at one lumen. Interesting. Okay. When you, when you put their math together in their helio nonsensical BS model, you realize it, it's absolute insanity, but people don't know about big numbers, right? They don't yeah. teach us about vortex mathematics and sacred geometry or big numbers. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say is that, you know, a lot of the things that you're saying, I'm not smart enough to be able to counter right off the top of my Stop head, it. But you, 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 but you are smart enough to think about it. And the question yeah. is, are you not lazy enough right, to, right. to do it? So that's and, the thing is after this conversation, I'm going to take everything that you're saying now, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back and look more into it just so I can, and, and I'm going to show you how understand to understand what you're saying, you know, right. I'm going to show you how to do that. Um, so so another thing I want to show you is, um, you know, when we when we look at at things, um, we don't know well, what the heck is going on. We don't know what was I looking for. I was looking for something very important, and now it is gone. Um, here, here, here's an optical thing. Can't touch these. Are these the same width and size? These tables. Uh, they don't look to be right, but look, they're exactly the same. Even though I'm showing you this, your eye can't resolve it when I take the yeah. paper away. Perspective. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's just how our eyes work. Unless right, you right. can touch it and put a tape measure on it, you don't know how big it is. So the sun that we see could literally be this big. <laughs> it could now, be. Now, let me ask you, how, how big do you think that the sun is and why? I don't, I don't think the sun is a physical object. I think okay. we all see the sun in a unique position um, a, a unique position to, uh, to, to each person seeing it. It's like, um, here, let me show you. It's like a, uh, it, the, I believe that the source of the sun is beyond where we see the sun. So what's the source? Don't know. I can't get up there, but, um, the, when we look at the sky, we can only see so far. So here I have a sheet hanging up in a room and I have a flashlight 
about 10 feet on the other side. And it kind of looks like a sun. It's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so this is where we see the sun. So my girlfriend's to the left of me. I said, where do you see the sun? And she goes, I see it there. And I'm like, I went over it. So she sees it there from her point of view. But at the same time, I'm off to her right. And I see the sun there. She still sees it over here. We're mm-hmm. looking at two different things. Okay. So how big is the sun? I don't know. I think it's this big. <laughs> right. How far away is it? It don't look that far away. Right. Gotcha. It doesn't, it doesn't look that far away to me. Um, so, no. you know, when, when, when we were told it's 93 million miles away, but we get days like this where we can zoom in on the sun kind of looks like it's nested in the clouds. Now, do I think the sun who is nested in the video? If you don't, yeah, do you know, who I, took that video? I do. His name is, um, he is, I, he's based on my name, but uh, I've met him personally. I, I saw the full video. Pretty interesting. But if you flew an airplane over here, the sun's not going to be there. The sun's going to be farther away. You know, you're driving down the road and the moon is following you. The sun is following you. As a kid, you say, mom, the moon's following me. And mm-hmm. said, no, it's not. She's wrong. It is. <laughs> it is following mm-hmm. you. So looking up at the ceiling is no way to prove the shape of the floor. The lights in your ceiling have no indication of the shape of your floor. Okay. So I'm not going to prove to you that the earth is flat. I'm going to prove to you that the earth is not a spinning globe in an impossible space vacuum. Okay. If you had a, um, a, uh, a jar and you sucked all the air out of it, you put the top on it. It's now a vacuum or as close to a vacuum as you can get. And you turned it upside down and you stabbed a hole in it with a poker in the, in the top. What's going to happen? It's going to fill up with that oxygen. It's going to pull the air up right. and into it until it's same pressure as the whole room. Yep. Why doesn't space pull the air up and away from Earth? Well, I think the the explanation well, make- <laughs> of the scientists would be um, oh boy would be the atmosphere, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. What is the argument of quote unquote professionals? there is no argument. The, argu- the argument is that, um, that the gravity holds the air down and then it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Now I'll give you that when you go up on top of Mount Everest, it's hard to breathe because mm-hmm. the air is thinner. Right. Um, and if you have a tank of air, which is a container concealed, a container um, on the bottom, there may be liquid gas and then it gets lighter and lighter and lighter within that container. Okay. So, are we within a container? Maybe not on the globe or not. Right. Hmm. Let me ask you about plate tectonics. How would yeah. those work on a flat earth? So where they tell us that the continents are moving apart, like five inches a year forever. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the mid continental ridge, you know, is pushing. I call bullshit. Okay. I say none of that's true. And there's no proof that any of it's true. Now, do we get earthquakes sometimes? Yeah. You know, is there pressure underneath us? Sure. You know, the deepest hole ever dug is uh, seven and a half miles uh, in Russia. And then we hit, it gets too hot and too hard. Well, what's going on down there? I don't know, man. I didn't invent, I didn't build this place, but somebody did. Okay. So why do earthquakes happen? And a tiny little earthquake. Think about this. You know, a tiny little earthquake 
uh, sends, you know, have you ever been an earthquake? Uh, not really. I mean, I felt like little itty bitty shakes, you know, I'm in Michigan, so we're not super close to any, you know, fault lines, right. to my knowledge. So, right. So tiny earthquake and this happens. All right. Okay. That, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So tiny earthquake and that happens. Um, but they want us to believe that we're, you know, that we're, we're spiraling through space, right? Spinning at, you know how fast we're spinning? Oh, geez, I did, but it's not, it's not on my... Uh, Thousand miles an hour. Just know that that's faster than the speed of sound, okay? Gotcha. We're spinning faster than the speed of sound. Well, what happens to water when it's spinning? It's going to go outwards, right? It's going to bulge at the equator, right? Which it doesn't. They tell us it does, okay? They tell us it bulges 14 miles high, right? Globers now are denying that science has said that, okay? Well, because they realize 14 miles high is taller than Mount Everest, I think. And it, uh, planes would have to triple their altitude just to skim over that hump of water, all right? Mm-hmm. We're orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour. We're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour. Let's put that into perspective. Here's the hypersonic sled track. Google this later, hypersonic sled track, so you can hear the noise. I just don't Whoa. have sound. That's crazy. That meant one by <laughs> at Mach crazy. 8. Point, watch this, Mach 8.6. Think about this. Mach 8.6. You have to believe that the bit, think about the giant globe with all of the water around the outside and all of the air. It's, or forget the spin. It's, you know, it's spinning, but it's orbiting the sun in an elliptical path, speeding up and slowing down 10 times faster than this. It's also chasing the sun at 100 times faster than this. This is the story that they tell you. This is the story that you have to believe to be a heliocentrist. But when we go out in nature, we see this. Okay? When we go out in nature, we see this. Remember the earthquake? The tiny little movement? Forget the all of the corkscrewing through space. When we go out in nature, we see this. Nature doesn't lie. Men lie. Men lie to control. Men lie for their own benefit. They don't want you to know that everything's okay. Everyone just needs to relax. It's all good, right? People are generally good. You're a good person, right? You're probably a good person. (laughs) You're a good person. And if everybody just obeyed the one law, don't hurt anybody else enjoy your life do what you need to do right but you need to take action for your life you can say oh i'm just gonna freaking watch tv and play xbox all day well your life's gonna suck okay you gotta do something you gotta use this guy right here to manifest your world okay now when i say a word you know i like it faith prayer and faith i'm not telling you who to pray for i'm just saying Put out your intention in prayer. Have faith that they're, if they're good intentions, that, that it's going to happen. Take action to, to set that motion, to set that prayer, to set that faith into you know, something concrete. And then 
allow it to happen and then be charitable to others, help other people. If everybody did that, all of our energies, you know, the force, that's the force. The yeah. force is us working together, right? Star Wars has a lot of truth in it. The Matrix has a lot more truth in it, right? I mean, I would argue that, you know, the Bible too arguably has some truth in it, but I would argue that you know, too, but I don't you know, use it as the proof for true. the flat earth. That is good. Um, I have one more, maybe, maybe one or two more quick things. I just wanted to, to get your no. opinion on is dinosaurs. What do you think were dinosaurs real? I mean, cause the, the theory is that they were wiped out by a meteor or an asteroid, right. an asteroid. So yeah, yeah. what do you think? So there's every dinosaur statue you've ever seen or a skeleton is made from uh, ground up chicken bones from China. And the, 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 it's absolutely true. Look it up. And the, the, the museum will tell you that, oh, the, the dinosaur bones are too fragile to put out. You know, you, you're not allowed to see them. I mean, they're millions nope. of years old. <laughs> well, that, but the no dinosaur skull has ever been found. Check this out. Um, from the, all of our history, from the pyramids to now, however long that is, no, until, I mean, before dinosaurs, the 1800s, all those mega constructions, no one ever came across a dinosaur bone, never once. Then some royal guy in the mid 1800s writes a paper about dinosaurs, theorizing dinosaurs, peer reviewed paper, publishes it. A year later to the day, he and his team discovered the first dinosaur. Okay, that's all I need to say. It's over. Now I would say dr dragons, that, that down. dragons, you know, like Absolutely. dinosaurs have, have been found by ancient civilizations I, I and what, labeled as dragons because they Absolutely. didn't know any better. Uh, well, I, I think it's the other way around. I think that dragons, giant, you know, there were giant animals, just not these guys. And I think that maybe one of the reasons they did dinosaurs is because we were discovering bones of giants, giant humans, like a femur that's 10 feet tall, a femur that's 10 feet tall, or even 20 feet tall. Okay. And they needed to make up these giant dinosaurs to hide the fact that our history is a lie. Right. There's, you know, it, there's so many reports, newspaper reports, people found these giant skeletons and then they call the Smithsonian and you call the police and they're like, well, you got to call the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian comes and goes, oh, thank you. And they take them away and they dump them in the ocean and you never see them again. Okay. So I'm going to assume you don't believe in evolution either. So evolution is, um, is a cool story. I mean, nothing exploded, created everything. All of the rocks turned into planets and then all of the gases somehow collated into giant suns, giant suns, ridiculous, leaving a vacuum in between. And then lightning strikes one of the rocky balls and creates DNA, impossible. And that DNA turns into an amoeba that mutates into a fish that grows legs by a mutation and climbs out of the water finds another mutated leggy sexy fish has sex with it it has a monkey who has a retarded baby that becomes a human okay no wow. i don't believe in evolution well i just got to that was that was a giant straw man of evolution but um well no never in history um, has anyone seen one just, animal me, turn into makes, another animal that that makes more sense and has a plethora of evidence rather than what evidence a, a, you, a god there? that we don't know who the God is. I, I'm created not created it or something. Don't, you, don't use creator. the word God. 
Don't there's use the word God. creator or something out there. I, maybe just, we're the creator. Maybe here's the thing. But that doesn't make sense. If you found a laptop, a Mac laptop, laptop computer on your bed and you'd never seen one before. Right. Is there a creator? There is someone who made the laptop. Okay. Who? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Someone. Okay. Someone thank did. you. There you go. Yeah. Someone did. How did they but, do it? What if, what if it was 19, uh, 1950? But okay. We have We've, other examples of laptops being built by other people. So that's why I would assume that it was built by somebody. But if you had never have seen any one examples of, of creators building other planets. Well, I don't believe in other planets. So let's say, um, you know, we live in an extended plane. Okay. Mm -hmm. An extended plane. And if you take a small section of that plane, you might call that a planet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let me, uh, um, let me, let me show you what I mean. Let me show you what I mean. If I could, uh, if I could spell properly. Um, here we go. Um, so this is the way that I see the world. Whoops. Got to get rid of that. This is the way I see the world. We live here in this pond. Mm -hmm. The shoreline is Antarctica. So this is, could be, this is a thousand, two thousand, three thousand miles wide, this little strip right here. Okay. And so we live here and our sun circles around, right? There may be a dome over us. Maybe there's a dome over the whole thing. I don't know. I can't get up there. Right. But then over here, over here, there's other puddles. Right. And there's other worlds. Maybe that's where they live in the other worlds, in the freelance. Okay. You know, or maybe, um, maybe our world is set up like, uh, like this. And so that's the thing that I was kind of saying is that it's, it's just kind of maybe, you know, we don't well, have any... here's the thing. I don't know what's beyond Antarctica. Yeah. This might be all that there is, right? Some people that are Bible literate say, well, God created the earth. He didn't say anything else. So there's nothing else. I just say, we want the a right to go explore. We want the right to make, you know, airships and go explore, but they've demonized uh, he, uh, hydrogen with the Hindenburg fake and there they NASA owns all of the helium in the world and they consume most of it and there's always a helium shortage okay they don't want us to explore the outer lands now you're a believer in extraterrestrials right no 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 you believe um, we're here this I, is it yeah I don't well I don't know you know that's the thing is that I good don't answer have evidence I don't have evidence of aliens. We have no other examples of aliens. We have UFOs, but they are unidentified flying objects. We don't know if they're anything that flies in the air. I so, can throw a rock in the air. It's a UFO if you don't right, know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like we have no evidence of aliens. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm with you. And you see how much they're pushing it in the news. Aliens, oh, yeah. aliens, yeah. aliens. So, so here's the thing maybe this is extra land out here, just thousands of miles away. Okay. Um, extra land, extra territory, extraterrestrials live on the extra land in the outer space, not the inner space, the outer space, right? That's doable. That's scientifically possible versus coming from a distant star planet traveling trillions of miles. Do you know how long a trillion seconds is? Everybody's waiting to hear this because I do this in every show. Yeah, no, I actually don't. How long do you think it is? Just take a guess. If a you guess it within a, if you guess seconds. it within a month, I'll give you a Bitcoin. Oh, Jesus. Um, a, tr a trillion. I don't know. Uh, four, four years. I don't know. That's Close. all I got. 31,000 years. Oh, okay. 
31,000 years. Now think, let your mind, let your mind expand for a second. One trillion seconds is 31,000 years. The closest star is 25 trillion miles away. So if you're traveling at a mile per second, which is faster than anyone's ever gone, and you went for 31,000 years, you're one twenty-fourth of the way to the closest star. And you're telling me if aliens came, you know, got here and then they crash in Roswell, nonsense. Yeah, Are they no, coming I from agree. here? Are they doing day trips? Sure, <laughs> come in here, abduct, abduct somebody, you know, do what you do to their rear ends and then go back and make it time, make it home in time for dinner with the kids, okay? Whatever's going on, I don't know. But I believe there's more land um, out there. And again, I'm not claiming there is. It, I think there is, right? What if the world was like this, right? Let me let me show you a better view of that. Um, if we go into the app and go down to that image, there it is. So what if we lived here in the center of this pond? Mm -hmm. That's the pond. This was the planet, the little puddle in the pond. And out here are other puddles, other puddles, other worlds, other worlds across the plane. They're all planets, just a little T after the plane, planets, hmm. okay? What's out here? We want the right to go explore. In my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, under the book section, there's a book called The Iron Republic. I don't know if you're a book reader. Oh, yeah. Awesome book. Yeah. Awesome book. Um, it's also, you can get it on YouTube to search the Iron Republic read by the Morgyle. Um, He read the whole book for you, and he's a really good reader, too. He, he's very good in, uh, in, in narration. Um, it's awesome, but it's basically about um, a politician that was tired of the nonsense here in the late 1800s, sold everything, bought a ship, went to Antarctica, and he found an opening. He found an opening, and then he went through that opening and uh, was lost at sea for a while, and then he came across some more land, right? Maybe that opening was, you know, right here or something. And he came across some more land and found a city, a boat came out to meet them, and he said, this is the Iron Republic. You know, and the story was, and he went there, he lived there for a couple of years, he got married, and then his wife died somehow, I forget what happened. And then he got so distraught, he came, went back, he came back and he told the story here. Now, so this is it, supposed to be a true story. It's supposed to be a true story. It rings true to me. There was evidence, but I didn't get to see it myself. So it's all hearsay. But even if it's not true, people in the 1800s were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. Okay. This whole helio nonsensical thing is baloney. I interviewed a woman by the name of Ruth in uh, 2020, 102 years old. And uh, wow. she said in school here in Connecticut, in Hamden, Connecticut, they were teaching her about flat earth in science. That's what they taught. The earth was flat here in public schools in America. So the whole thing, oh, the Greeks figured it out 2000 years ago. Nonsense. Absolute and total nonsense. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a lot. So, so th this is my app. You don't have yeah. to get my app, but if you go to flatearthdave.com, tons of stuff there. If you want to get the app, it's $3. Okay. Um, and that's it. And you get everything on the app, except if you want to be able to message other people, um, it's $11 a year for a couple other features. Okay. Because those features actually cost money to use. So 
Um, you don't have to be a subscriber, but I appreciate anyone that subscribes because it helps support all of the non-subscribers um, that are using the app. But these are the people just near me that are flat earthers. Okay, oh, it's growing. If I hit the the button on the bottom, this is giving me just a worldview. Do you think flat Earth is dying? I don't think so. These are the flat Earthers that have my app. There's many more that don't. Okay, right. Look at the okay. UK. These are people that are waking up. And I've got to tell you, I would say 99% of these people thought flat earth was the dumbest crap ever. They were, they re-googled flat earth and they ended up at, you know, Simon Dan and, and not Professor Dave. And they ended up at these, these, uh, these videos that make you think, oh, that person's smart and he's making me sound stupid. I'm not going to believe the earth is flat. They're hiding this information from you. They don't want you to know. Um, they don't want you to know what's going on. Uh, in this world, because once you do, they lose power. Now they lose. They quickly, lose power. Go ahead. Just um, what is? I mean, because like we were kind of talking before the show, I mentioned that I, I recently watched your um, your professor debate that Dave. you had with Professor Dave. Yeah. What is your takeaway from that debate? Because I I agree that you both had very good points. Um, I couldn't get any of my points across that Dave could only make faces, straw man arguments, and he couldn't understand that the the argument of seasons, right? Think about this. They tell us it's colder in the winter in the north because we're tilted away from the sun and the sun spreads over a bigger area. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you can tilt the ball like at, at sunrise, sunset, that's the most tilt in relation to the sun, right? In June, June 21st, which is coming up, summer solstice, yep. we're three and a half million miles farther from the sun than we are during our winter. But Dave says that doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't matter. At sunrise in June here in Connecticut, I can feel the sun heat on my face. I get a tan. I feel the heat. I start sweating. It's hot. It's three and a half million miles away. And it's the most severe tilt. It's coming straight across, skimming across the earth. The most indirect it could possibly be before it goes below the horizon. And I could feel the heat at sunrise. Then in December 21st, at solar noon, when the sun is at the highest point for the day, which is pretty darn high in the sky, I can look at the sun. It's three and a half million miles closer. And I can't feel the heat on my face. I don't get a tan. That there, when you think about it, completely debunks seasons on the globe. Okay. Now, it completely debunks. Seasons. So do you think that Professor Dave had any good evidence? Because I mean, I would argue that no. you both had good points, but no, um, because because all of his stuff is pseudoscience. He believes men that wrote books that he never met. That uh, I believe that all of these men from history are are are, are made up stories. Aristophanes, Galileo, Galileo made a telescope by polishing glass that could see more detail on Mars than we can see from Earth now with our best cameras and zoom lenses and and uh, and telescopes. He it it's absolute insanity. Aristophanes, who did the sticks and shadows, which actually proves the earth is flat if you look at it, he believed that the sun was a distant sun and that we were geocentric, which means the sun goes around the earth. Well, how the hell does a distant sun go around a tiny little earth? Right? They can't even get their story straight. And most people are too intellectually lazy to to actually bother looking into it, to actually think about it. Okay? Now, if you were shown good evidence 
like? Would I don't know what that would look like, but I would I, absolutely would you change your mind. If I could show you sufficient evidence that Bugs Bunny could kick your ass in a cartoon, would you change your mind that Bugs Bunny is real? If you could show me, if you could demonstrate or show me empirical evidence that Bugs Bunny is going to come and kick my ass, I would believe that Bugs Bunny is going to come kick my ass. Okay, both it of our questions. Dis- it would be both of our questions. To, uh, both of our questions are equally valid. Okay, yeah. equally valid. So you you can't you know say you know, if I was shown evidence, if I showed you evidence that I could drop an anvil on your head and it won't hurt, would you let me drop an anvil on your head? I wouldn't okay. let you. I okay. wouldn't. My, my I wouldn't point is, you, I, I would I'm, I'm trying to come you. up. I'm trying to come up with ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous things. So well, see, yes, thing, of course, of if course. If you could demonstrate to me that there's a pink elephant that can sing standing in your living room behind you or something, then I, if you could demonstrate that to me, I would believe you. Like if someone could demonstrate, it would be great if I had a earth is a pink is a elephant. <laughs> if someone could, I don't know what this would look like for you, but if someone yeah. could demonstrate with empirical mm-hmm. evidence that the earth sure. is a globe, would you believe uh, them? Oh, sure. Absolutely. But nobody has every test throughout time. Nicholson and Morley, uh, Sagnac, the Aries, Aries failure. These are all experiments that were done to pr- prove axial rotation and, sphor- and uh, sphericity. And all of them failed and proved the opposite, but they don't teach you that in school, right? All of them failed a hundred percent. So here's the thing. If you Google flat earth, you're going to get garbage. Like if, if I go um, to the debunking, the debunkers, right? Um, this is, these are all of the videos that basically take the videos that you're going to Google, you're going to find, Hey, top 10 reasons the earth is flat. You're going to get top 10 reasons. The earth is, uh, uh, is not flat. Um, then you go down here and you find the one that's about that. And it, oh, here it is. It, uh, it just, it takes it, it takes it apart. So right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we explain to you how you're being deceived. We're not telling you you're being deceived. We explain it to you. We show you empirical evidence. We show you why you see farther, right? We show you why boats go over the horizon. We show you all, right. all of that. Um, and, and so in the, in the app, Here's the challenge I have for you. This is a request I have for you. Get the app. It's three bucks. Don't subscribe. You don't subscribe because you're not going to be talking to Flat Earthers yet. All right. Every day, there's a new video right here. Featured video of the day. Short ones during the week, longer ones in the weekend. Watch it every day for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you can come up with one globe proof, you win three Bitcoins. But before you do, (laughs) you have to hit the question mark. And the question mark will bring up the the top questions that you have. They're like, Hey, what about the tides? What about seasons? What about ships over the horizon? You know, what about eclipses? If you click, click on what about eclipses, up come videos that they don't want you to see. You won't find these in a Google search. These are shadow band videos. And don't believe the videos. Watch them. Use your brain. Go out and do your own experiments. And then you'll understand what you see. Right? You're told the sun is, 100, is 180, 193 million miles away. 108, well, however gigantic it is, and you believe that you see it, okay? Think about this. Think about this, all right? So they tell us the sun is um, a giant yoga ball and we're a marble next to it, right? Right, something, right. Something like that. Yeah. So exactly. if the sun was uh, just over the clouds, we brought the sun close to earth, it's going to fill the whole sky like this, right? You look up, this is all you're going to see is the sun. You with me? Sure. And then we move the sun 93 million miles away. 
Why does it get smaller? Because it's getting farther away. Smaller perspective. Okay. 93 million miles away, it's now the size of a coin held at arm's length. Mm-hmm. With me? Yep. If I doubled the distance, how much smaller would it get? Couldn't tell you. There's two, two answers. One, too small to say, because it went from filling the entire sky, horizon, horizon, to the size of a coin. If you made it twice as far, you couldn't see it. The other stupid answer is it would be half of that coin size. Let's go with that. We'll give them the, the globe or best. So if I doubled it, it's now half, it's the size of a small dime. Right. And then double that distance. It's a half, it's half of a, you know, getting smaller and smaller. Make it 20, 24, what was the number? 24 times farther. Okay. That's three light hours because it's eight light minutes away times 24, three light hours. And you know what light hour is, right? Light right. hours, like yep. light, the distance light travels in an hour because yep. the sun travels eight minutes to get to earth. So at three light hours away, it's now scientifically provable that you can't see the sun. It's angular size is too small for your eye to see. It's too small, scientifically provable. Anything below 0.02 arc degrees is too small to see. The sun at 24 times the distance is way smaller than that, but we're just going to go three light hours. Can't see it. Also the inverse square law at that distance, it's becoming so dim. You're not going to be able to see it, but we'll ignore that because we don't need it. Then they tell us Polaris is 48 times bigger than the sun. Polaris, that tiny little star that never moves. Somehow we're corkscrewing through the universe for a half billion miles a year, and it never moves. 48 times bigger. So what's the equivalent distance to make it unseeable? 48 times three hours is six light days, round up to a week. Polaris, at a light week away, is scientifically provable, too small to see by magnitudes. And they tell us it's 433 light years away. Your brain just melted. You can't calculate the oh, numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be keeping tabs. I'm going to be fact yeah. checking you. So don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to be so, fact checking. But um, so, yeah. So he, here's my suggestion. Just get the app. Watch the video, daily videos. Hit the frequently asked questions. You can also hit the archive button if you don't want to wait the next day. All of the videos, all of the, they're oh, all yeah. organized in years and months. Um, yeah. The There's tons of resources in there. The images, check them out. And then, you know, do it, do it. Don't believe the earth is flat. Do it, fact check it. Get yourself a P900, P1000 camera. Go and zoom in on things, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe anything unless there's evidence to, you know, warrant a belief in it first. So yeah. Um, Let me show you one more thing before we wrap it up. Yeah. So right here, there's no boat out here. So we're, here's the sky meeting the ground. And as we zoom in, we're increasing our angular size. And when we do, we can see, oh, look, there is a boat there, mm-hmm. right? The reason you don't see it is not because it's behind the curve, it's because it's too far to see. And then these little waves in the foreground will block the whole boat as it disappears. Now, somebody would say, oh, it's going over the curve. It's not. Right, I'm right. zooming in. It looks like it's going over the curve because that's what we've been trained to think. But it's still there. You just can't see it. Now, I would say that if, if the boat keeps going, it, it, it is it is going to disappear if it keeps it's going to disappear because because the because because the, the inverse square law of light and the atmospheric density you can't see you can't see it let me show now so now you're going to make me show you one more thing <laughs> okay it's all right it's all good um so 
here's a, a this is me with my drone super clear day below freezing no humidity and i'm watching and this i got the drone up there and the sun in five minutes it went from up here down 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 now if the earth was mm -hmm. spinning it would just keep on going but it didn't it stopped right here now this is sped up super fast yeah. and it sat here for 10 minutes my yeah. friends at the beach already saw it disappear from the bottom up but i'm watching it and as it's going away not down i'm not falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound it can't push through the atmosphere anymore yeah i uh i've i've seen that that video before is oh, that good. that's your video you took that video i got seven of them i feel really because i watched that video not even knowing that that was your video but uh i i just you know i just uh i don't know how to say it. i just don't believe that that's real if i'm <laughs> if i'm being well, that because because that's okay belief is the enemy of knowing yeah. you don't know that it's real right so you I've, don't believe you know so, that that's just uh, uh i just so my don't even so my friends my friends at the beach across the water from them five miles away is trees that are 100 feet over their head but they look like they're at eye level at, at that far away and so when the sun for them went away it's set below the trees right which looked like at eye level it all looks like it's at the horizon that's how the sun sets yeah okay and and so i have uh on the on the on the sunset section on the frequently asked questions there's seven of these videos watch them and the people that said oh it's photoshop i left in the raw footage i showed the whole thing yeah. right just, but i'm just my friends are here how you're my friend like does anyone else have any footage of this exact event happening <laughs> Um, somebody filmed it at ground level under certain conditions, which is really difficult to do. But to do this, you have to have a drone. You have to go out on a freezing cold day when there's no chemtrails or anything in the sky. And you have to film the chemtrails. sunset. We could have a whole conversation about chemtrails. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all another. <laughs> Anyways. Film. Yeah. And 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 so is anyone else doing that or is it just me so far it's just me okay but there's other i'm, I'm I, I think other people has to have to have done it by now and all i've right. done it seven times and i show the footage so it's all there in the app it's all linked there you there go to my go. youtube channel d-i-t-r-h tons of videos there all short videos try to find the playlist called sun fade outs they're all there and so there's no denying here's the thing in your world you can't believe this therefore you don't believe it but go watch those videos watch the raw videos you'll see that um it's not fake and the, in the the globe is saying you have to wear a solar filter you're looking at glare i don't care if this is glare or not it disappears without going down right but i did once with a solar filter and the sun disappeared and then i brought it down took the solar filter off went back up the sun was still there okay okay Interesting. yeah yeah Man, we went over some really crazy stuff in this conversation. Just a lot of stuff, not even really crazy. Just a lot of stuff that I know I'm going to have a lot to look over. My audience is going to have a lot to look over. Here's so a, here's my request for you. Yeah. Go to don't even get the app. Go to flatearthcave.com, <laughs> scroll down and there's one that says Flat Earth Crash Course. Gotcha. Click that button. And there's a whole bunch of feature length videos. They're not five minute videos. They're longer videos, right? Okay. The first one is called The Next Level, all right? It's a movie, that's, uh, I'm in yep. it, but that's not why it's the number one. It's because it's really good. If you watch the first three, you're going to have a lot of stuff to deal with in your head about your belief system. All right. Okay. So, gonna... so, so turn off Netflix, like, you know, Friday night, Tuesday night, whatever night it is, 
kick back on the couch, throw it up on the big screen, right? get it on the TV and watch it. And then, then you're going to have some questions, man. All right. I'm going to have to sit my wife down. She's going to have to sit through them with me, but all right. Just wait, tell you, tell your wife, Hey, this crazy guy's offering three Bitcoins for one globe. Proof. I have to let, do it. Yeah. Let, let's do it. And t- tell her that you'll buy her a new car or whatever. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, Dave, I had an awesome conversation. I learned, uh, I had a conversation with a flat earther before on my show and she was not nearly as pleasant as you are. Um, so I appreciate the, your input and your conversation and things for me to actually take away and look at. Uh, so I do appreciate you being a half decent person. Let, let me, <laughs> let me tell you something. Flat earthers get really passionate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So especially someone, and they get really angry. Flat earthers are really mean sometimes and people don't be mean we were all calvin one day we were all him one day i wasn't him i figured it out really quick all right screw you okay (laughs) it took me a while it took me a while okay all right but uh, so, with that, yeah, David, go ahead and uh, share anything that you want to plug in for my flatearthdave.com. You can book me there. You can take the Flat Earth Crash Course. You can get the app. You can uh, check out Flat Earth Coffee. Anyone that's a Flat Earther there, premium coffee with a Flat Earth label on it. It's fun. Ooh, put right. it in the, put it, put it, it's, it's normal gourmet coffee. <laughs> you could probably get it at your local bakery, but it's a, but it's beanery or whatever, but it's really good. And it has a flat earth label on it. And if you want to put it like in work in the lunchroom, you know, it's kind of like a subtle way to flat people. I like that. And it's also nice to have on your own counter. I like it. I like it on mine. All right. Well, with that, Dave, I really appreciate your time. I'll go ahead and let you go. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again sometime. This will be a good conversation to pick up on someday. All right, man. And nice shirt. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, we didn't for those even get listening. In, I'm wearing we, a NASA shirt. <laughs> we didn't even get into NASA. Oh my God. We didn't. That's a, that's a topic for a whole nother yeah. day. I guess we're just going to have to talk again, but yeah. All right, man. All right, Thanks. Dave. Thank you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Flat Earth Dave. As I stated before the interview, I wanted to go over just a few points that Dave touched on and do a bit of fact checking. Because what kind of a skeptic would I be if I took what Dave said as being true without looking into it first? First things first, let's go over the claim that Dave believes that all dinosaur bones are made out of ground up chicken bones. First of all, this is just wrong. According to scientificamerican.com, as of February 2021, there have been over 11,000 identified dinosaur bones found worldwide since their initial identifications nearly two centuries ago. So you're telling me every single bone found, every single one, including the ones that are accidentally stumbled upon, are all fake? For example, in October of 2021, two workers working on an excavator that was mining for charcoal and oil sands found what looked to be a skeleton resembling a dinosaur. Upon further investigation, it was concluded to be a nearly fully preserved notosaur, making this at least 71 million years old, this fossil was. So this was found in the ground by people who are not paleontologists or archaeologists. Regular people found this. You can't tell me that this is made out of chicken bones in a factory in China and then purposely buried in just the right spot for someone to find. 
As far as Dave's tangent where he completely misrepresented evolution, he got pretty confused about what evolution actually is. Dave claims that DNA sprouted from lightning hitting a rock. Well, that's false. And also not evolution. Dave is speaking of abiogenesis, which is a different branch of science than evolutionary theory and irrelevant to how organisms evolve. As for evidence for evolution, I could do a couple videos or podcasts on that alone, but I'd like to direct everyone to the results of the 1952 Miller-Urey experiment, which demonstrated that life can in fact come from non-life way back in the early 1950s. As far as the Antarctic Treaty bit that Dave goes on, Dave holds this to be basically the smoking gun in the Flat Earth theory. If Antarctica is so barren, why can't you supposedly go there? Well, because of the ice wall, according to Dave. We talked about this a bit during the show, but people are currently working in Antarctica right this second, and filming quite a bit of it. For example, at Antoinette, A-N-T-W-U-H-N-E-T, on TikTok, spent quite some time working on the South Pole, and so feel free to check out her journey on TikTok. I'll make sure to link her in the description of this episode. Another thing is that there have been multiple expeditions in the South Pole in the past several years, including, I hope I'm saying this right, including Borg Ausland's famous 1997 crossing of the continent, which covered 1,864 miles of the Ron Ice Shelf to the Ross Ice Shelf. British Sikh Army officer Preet Chandy most recently made it to the South Pole from the Hercules Inlet in around 40 days. None of these explorers mentioned stumbling across an ice wall. Unfortunately here, Dave is relying on the anecdotal description of a man who attempted to describe what he saw 30 years before satellite imagery started being utilized. But, of course, Dave doesn't believe in satellites. Or NASA. But that's all I'm going to comment on for today, guys. Mostly because I didn't have a lot of time to do fact-checking before it was time for this podcast to come out. But make sure to follow me on all social media platforms and podcast streaming platforms and YouTube, where I may do some more fact-checking on Dave as I get time to actually look into it. All links to everything Unquestionable-related will be linked in the description of this episode. And remember to tune in to the Truth Wanted YouTube channel on July 1st at 7pm Central Time, 8pm Eastern Standard Time, where I'll be taking live calls on what you believe and why you believe it. What do you believe? See you around, guys.